Ladies and gentlemen, this is live from the 815 podcast presented by Backup Quarterback. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Live from the 815 Podcast. I'm your host, Jake LaRue, and I'm joined with the co-host. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Did very well. All right, so I'm, I'm your other co-host, Colton St. Vincent. Uh, we thought we'd, we'd change, change things up this week. Jake went with the uh, number one intro of, of the year so far, and we're going to keep changing things up. And we brought on a guest. That's right, Jake. We have a real guest, not, not one of those fake ones. Yeah, it's like we have friends or something, yeah, but we no. don't. We we're we were paying them lots of money. Paying them like pretty much our whole budget, like eight hundred dollars. Who we paying though? I'm just I'm just I'm just tossing that that number in the air. Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> we have a special guest, like we just said, and you can find him um, on the radio show Overtime from four to seven p.m. Sports Fan Radio, thirteen thirty a.m. in Rockford, Illinois. Jake. Logley, Jake, how the heck are you? Let's give him a hand. Colton, Jake, it's an absolute pleasure being on such a uh, prestigious, uh, historically um, a magnanimous project like Live from the 815. It's a true honor. Uh, I wouldn't find any better way to spend my uh, evening here than with you two. You just well, said you just a lot broke, of syllables. <laughs> yeah, you just broke the, the record goal. for the longest, most intelligent word used on this show with magnanimous. That was the goal. That was the goal. It doesn't make sense. Look up the definition of magnanimous. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't use it correctly. No, <laughs> All yeah, of our listeners are pissed. I looked that up. I think, I think the record for the, uh, the previous long uh, word on this podcast is probably Transylvania, and that's because I watched Hotel Transylvania <laughs> 2 last week. <laughs> that, that's, that is a great encapsulation of how I kept a B average in school just by using big words confidently, and people just bought it. Like, no, no yeah. one calls you out. If you use plus, three plus syllables, everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. Trans- yeah, exactly. I wasn't going to question you. <laughs> Abernabby, Darwin, Dunlap. Nobody questioned you on Transylvania. Isn't Colton. Adam Sandler the guy from Hotel Transylvania? Uh, yes, I didn't do any Adam. research. It makes sense. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yes, <funny>. he is. <laughs> no, Adam Sandler movies are terrible. If we now, thing, it's the animated Adam Sandler movies are the peak of cinema. You guys, <laughs> what, whatever. Since, whatever. since like 2009, he hasn't made a good movie. He made a yeah, movie that's... where he played his twin yeah. sister. I was just going to say, what about Jack and Jill? That, that, solid. <laughs> that might be the worst movie ever made. All right, speaking of worst uh, ever, this is probably the worst intro ever. Um, oh, yeah, we're, we're totally off topic. We well, I got to say that when I come on. Hey, Logley, we are huge Segway guys, so just be on your feet, okay? Keep your head on a Yeah, slope. I love that. Don't go I love that. the middle. Um, all, those, all the sports references. Um, Jake. Got to risk uh, it to get the biscuit, man. Um, first in, last out. Jake, take it away. <laughs> all right, well, let's start with the big news of the day. Since we are recording this on the day it happened, Jose Quintana has been traded to the Chicago Cubs. Ever heard of him? Wow. <laughs> Locally, have you heard of him? Uh, once or twice. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't. That kind of came out of left field. We certainly didn't expect uh, Quintana to be on the move this soon. Uh, and I think part of it was because Milwaukee was trying to make a big push for him. If, if I think I was reading those tea leaves correctly, then Theo kind of stepped in, made a call. 
uh, offered what Rick Hahn called the far and away the best offer they received for Quintana. So it just kind of happened that fast, kind of keep him out of Milwaukee, which makes sense. Uh, but I was certainly surprised to see that. I think it came across like 1030. The teams were the first to announce it, which like never happens. Yeah, it was the team's Twitter and I saw it and I had to I started panicking and I was like, oh, my God, where's where's the blue check mark? Is this real? Like, is this isn't the right Sox Twitter or something, you know, some bullshit. But no, it really happened. And uh, Jake, yeah, I like those Rickon quotes. I'm excited. I mean, I, like we were waiting to trade him. Yeah, I love the hall. The only thing is I wish you didn't go to the Cubs because I really don't like rooting for anything Cubs. But the the picks, they remind me a lot of what we got from Boston with Mankata and Kopek and getting Eloy Jimenez, which we haven't mentioned yet. The White Sox got Eloy Jimenez, the number, I want to say, five overall prospect in baseball. I saw him at five. There's like five different lists. I've seen we, them all over the we place. We have so many people on our uh, stats team. I, I really can't keep track anymore. <laughs> yeah, our stats team. But, no, there's like so many. There's Baseball America, Baseball Perspectives list, you know. But he's the top ten My own personal uh, list. player. Colton's makes his prospect list after, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm third. I'm digging baseball through America, all the films. But, yeah, Eloy looks great. Uh, he looks like an athlete, you know, a, a hitter. Don't say he looks like an athlete. Hitter. Finish that sentence. He looks like an no. athlete. He sort of looks like an athlete. He's athletic. I've seen him do he's it. He's athletic, athletic but he's not. He's never going to be like a superstar outfielder. He's kind of like got, I don't know. He's They they compared him. They got He's got the offensive upside of Kyle Schwarber, but with real defensive metric like an actual defensive position which is mediocre outfield corner outfield but we also got dylan cease the pitcher who's had tommy john surgery and is also in a ball they're both playing in a ball right now and that's the only thing that worries me i don't like getting prospects that haven't proven themselves in anything higher than a ball you know? okay, what do you think? Well, I think I think Jimenez, uh, it was some injuries that kept him down in Myrtle Beach, uh, Cubs single A ball instead of moving up to Tennessee. I think he probably belongs there uh, and I think he'd be as successful there. Uh, I think the takeaway for the White Sox and your White Sox, Jake, is that pretty much inarguably they have the best farm system in baseball right now. I mean, you could make an argument for oh. uh, some other teams up until today, but now it's unequivocal. I mean, they have far and away the best farm system. Unequivocal. See, yeah. just say it. Uh, and, and like <laughs> Houston did word? it this way, Boston did it this way. But Google did any of them do it this quick where they went from That's the worst point. farm system in the league to the best farms? Three but players but, but took us from worst there. to first. You just hit on it there in that it is going to take a little longer for these players to develop. It's not going to be yeah. as long of a stay as Chris Bryant had in the minor leagues that Addison Russell had in the minor leagues, Kyle Schwarber. It's going to take a little bit longer. I think 2019 is probably the target date. 2020, yeah, 2020 is the uh, season. Yeah, can, that's conservative, but maybe they'll come up some point in 19. But 2020 is probably the day where on opening day you'll see the fruits of all that labor. But So it is going to be a little bit longer than the Astros and Cubs uh had but it, it's sure taking shape a lot quicker yeah and the astros and cubs both sucked for much longer than the white Sox have i mean the yeah. white Sox have sucked for two i mean the white Sox spent more sucked. time in baseball hell the white Sox spent more exactly. time like tooling not rebuilding that idiot yeah. kenny williams was too busy make paying adam dunn oh and, i loved uh, all those I all those adam veteran dunn. pickups I will, I will can we just run down real adam quick <laughs> a couple real quick white Sox veterans uh adam dunn Ken Griffey Jr., Andrew <laughs> Jones, um, Manny Ramirez. Right. 
it just goes on. The list goes on. What are you doing? What is Manram to... still the Cubs hitting coach? No, he's in he's in Japan. He just won the oh. MVP for um for the Japanese league. Got on those Eric Thames meds. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> he's raking over there. And then um I saw a video where uh Manny Ramirez was over there and he just picked out like a random fan and somehow like spent time with them and now and the the random fan was like, Hey Manny, you're you're dropping your hands when you when you hit the curveball. So he uh, kept his hands up, and then he went on like a, a three-game hitting streak, and now that guy is his personal hitting coach, assistant, and best friend. He's just a random <laughs> guy. He's, he's, he's never been a coach ever in baseball. That's what I would be to you when you take the job up with the big leagues up there in New yeah. York. Okay, yeah, yeah. When, I would be those when that three. happens, you're going to be my hitting coach. Yeah, slash best friend, <laughs> slash assistant. Yes, yes. I really slash bullpen catcher. Yeah, bullpen catcher um, is a big need up there. <laughs> um, did you guys hear how the trade was broken on the White Sox subreddit last night? It was hinted at, and I saw this come up live. Someone with the – it's been all over the news, and they've mentioned their exact names on national television at least twice today. And it, by the username Katy Perry's Booty Hole <laughs> reported that his, his – uh, his friend's uncle's brother said that Quintana's going to the White Sox for four uh, prospects, no major league talent. And then the, a guy commented underneath him and said, uh, yeah, four prospects are going to get their physicals right now. And his username was wetbutt23. <laughs> and these two, and they were getting, you know, a little bit of hate. Like, what are you talking about? You know, nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. And then it happened, and now they're all over the news. And I've heard famous people say Katy Perry's booty hole at least twice today, which makes me feel real good. I want a really famous person to tweet her Katy Perry's booty hole, Quintana on the move <laughs> to the Cubs. I just want that sentence per well, Katy I, Perry's I booty hole. A, I saw a um, Deadspin article that had both names in the headline. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and there's a there was a tweet by one of the White Sox reporters that said broken by Katy Perry's booty hole, and I just want to know what Katy Perry was checking her Twitter mentions today. It was like, why am I in sports news? <laughs> why is my booty hole all over ESPN? <laughs> my booty hole is a huge White Sox fan. It has has all the insight. <laughs> it was it was quite the ordeal on uh, Reddit today. So, but but locally from the uh, Cubs side, how do you like the trade? Uh, I mean, the Cubs, the, the, the thing about the trade is it's, I think, I mean, only time will tell. Maybe Aloy Jimenez is going to turn out to be the best player in baseball, and then you're going to wish he had him. But as for right now, I think both teams got done what they wanted, what they needed to do. Uh, and we broke down the White Sox side already, uh, getting the best farm system in baseball. The Cubs needed a pitcher in a bad way, and Kyle Hendricks is going to come back. He rehabbed in uh, Tennessee a couple days ago. And now we're going to see who the odd man out is. Is it going to be John Lackey getting DFA'd? Does Mike Montgomery go back to the pen? Does Eddie Butler go back down to Iowa? Because uh, obviously one, something's got to give there uh, with one of those guys. I sure hope Eddie Butler stays. I want John Lackey out of town uh, immediately. So that's going to be the interesting part. But I'm, I'm certainly I feel met better about the Cubs playing catch up with Jose Quintana than without. And you're trying to win now. And so you made the deal and he's. Uh, on a very controllable and manageable contract, he tops out at ten and a half million dollars, and you got him till twenty twenty. Verlander would have cost you twenty million a year. Uh, Sonny Gray doesn't have the kind of track record and, and durability that Quintana has. I think 
they hit it out of the park, targeting and getting Quintana over anyone else on the market. Chris Archer wasn't getting traded. I don't think the Giants were going to part with either of their guys. I think this was the right guy, and it just happened to be right across town. I agree. It, it I just agree. had a big price tag. Was yeah, the I mean, only I mean, was the only but thing you gotta that tra- held it. That you got to trade talent happening. to get talent. That's how the trade market works. Rick Hahn's not an idiot. Uh, yeah, and but nobody I, else was offering. Is but the I hate if Cub the Yankees fans. were offering Glaber Torres, we would have taken it, but they right. wouldn't. You know. Right, but I so mean, the Cubs, I, the I Cubs hate decided, Cubs fans that are that are taking on the mantle of Boston Celtics fans that hate trading away unproven, nebulous, yeah. another big word, prospects that you don't know what they are yet for a proven player when you're trying to win now. Yeah, assets that won't now, it's that, silly. Yeah, that I, won't be like effective until 2020 doesn't matter when you're trying to win World Series now because by the time Eloy Jimenez can play and contribute at the major league level, you're going to have three or four Lester guys that are in retired. your court already going to be in arbitration and might have to lead the ball club. You have to try to win this year while all your great players are controllable and unmanageable contracts. Yeah, I think a huge thing to look at is what the Kansas City Royals, I mean, like obviously they got hot, they got back in the mix, but they had, they had a two-year huge window of back-to-back World Series appearances, and everyone thought they were so young and they were so controllable, and, and they had a huge future, and they came out to a, a terrible start, and then everyone just uh, uh, like uh, put them to dead before their their huge uh, run. But they really don't have the roster anymore to make a very um, like deep run into the playoffs. So I think if if you know that you have the roster right now with these like rookie contracts, just just go for it now while you still can. What the Cubs have, what the Cubs have that the Royals don't is lots and lots of money. <laughs> the Royals, <laughs> well, yeah, they have the Harper prospects and Bryant. So that's that's never ha- you, you guys cannot afford that. I there's mean, an equal. Quintana, there's but, an equal chance of me and Bryce Harper playing for the Cubs. Those two things are equally likely. <laughs> that, just the look, money doesn't the work out. You hashtagged back to back one day with Chris Bryant. Um, oh, I don't. Question, I, I mean. I believe that Chris Bryant want, or Bryce Harper wants to play for the Cubs. So does every player in the MLB. Of course he wants to go there, but then Washington can offer him so much money, and the Yankees will offer him so, 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 so much money, and the yes. Cubs want to keep all their all, the, those two middle infielders. They, they're going to have to sign up uh, that catcher. They're going to sign up you know, Happ and Schwarber before long. It's I just not feasible. He's making a boatload. I can't Bryant wait. hasn't signed. Rizzo needs sign a new contract. The biggest TV deal in American history and have a $1 trillion payroll, and we're going to have the greatest <laughs> team ever assembled. And everyone will love you guys so much for that. It's going to be so much fun. Just the new Yankees. Yeah, you guys have already become easily hated, but this season's taken Aren't that they away. really that hated? One, Not one hated, year? I wouldn't say. Just It's like the Warriors, you know? You guys Is are... It? It, yeah, your fans got quickly to that mantle just because oh, it was you guys were the best team in the league. It was like like the 85 Bears it's comparable to because the Super Bowl shuffle, you guys could have done a World Series shuffle last year. and People were like, yeah, well, they'll probably win it. But what douchebags, you know, it was like you guys had won the World did you Series. See, did you see um, Kevin or the uh, Kevin Durant joke last night at the ESPYs? Oh, yeah. No, they did not think awesome. that was funny. That was one of that the funniest awesome. things I've ever seen was his reaction to just hating it and then kicking it right back over to uh, Russell Westbrook. He's like, hey, and Russ, he what do also, you think? And I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. That was, and I, I don't, is the reaction was so perfect that it, I almost thought it was planned. Like, is, Kevin Durant did it on actor? purpose. I don't think so. I've That's seen his movie why I'm, on you know, Netflix. I've... It's it's like he like it's kind of like uh, like Mike 
and it's terrible. And it's, it's, it's called like Thunderstruck. Don't talk shit about Like Mike. Do not talk like sh- talk not, shit about Like Mike. I'm talking Thunderstruck, like the, one okay. of the worst movies I've ever watched. And Kevin Durant was a terrible <laughs> actor. And for those of you that don't know, Peyton Manning made a joke about how dominant the U.S. women's gymnastics team was. And he said they were so dominant that Kevin Durant told me the other day that he wanted to sign with them. And then they, ca- and then they showed Kevin Durant completely stone-faced. Didn't even smirk. He was so pissed. And then, it with his mom cracking up right next to him. And then from there, they kicked it over to Russell uh, Russell Westbrook. They're like, hey, hey, Russ, what do you think about this? And it was just the awkwardness I thought was so genuine and, and funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. Fun Peyton fact, Manning did a great job. Fun fact, Kevin Durant stone-faced, also stoned per source. <laughs> oh, suspended? That's capital J journalism right there. That was big. <laughs> that was big. You heard it here it's first. It's breaking here, folks. You can. I want everyone to credit live from the 815 podcast, and that's us. We're, we just need to start making bold, also, wacky claims every episode, so maybe sooner or later we can get the fame that Katy Perry, Booty Hole, and Wet Butt 23 got. Yeah, because if, if one of them hits, we're a genius. Like, no one will pay yes. attention to all the other ones. Breaking news, exactly. live from the 815 podcast is wrong again. You're <laughs> <laughs> never going to hear that. You'll know that'll never be a a topic, but they guessed that Kevin Durant was high at the ESPYs. That'll get on the news. <laughs> if we if we got Kevin Durant like suspended from the NBA, that would be the biggest power high of my life. All right, everyone. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a very honest person. Um, I'm also a very handsome person, and a very single person. Just and humble. And very humble. Those are my top four qualities. I honestly don't know how many qualities I just rattled off there. Anyway, since I'm so um, honest, I'm not going to lie to you. We lost connection via Skype. So this, um, this break in the action has been brought to you by Skype. Um, literally the worst uh, video service that I can imagine. So yeah. eat my ass, Skype. Um, back to you in the Great booth. read. Thanks. That was a great read. We, before we were rudely interrupted by Skype's shitty service they provide, uh, we were talking ESPYs. Um, we were talking how funny Peyton Manning was last night and that Kevin Durant stuff. And uh, now we should talk about some of the awards that uh, went out. Can I follow um, up with Peyton Manning? Is Peyton Manning oh. legit funny or is he just like athlete funny and that if someone writes funny, dad joke, funny. he can deliver? No, he's just I th- dad funny. I think he's actually funny because I think his his delivery is good. I, See, I but like the places, the places where he's been great is like SNL where there's a team of great writers yeah. Like national TV ad campaigns where you have great writers now the ESPYs. Like if you if you just asked him to write funny stuff, do you think he could actually write it or can he just deliver no, it? No, no, he's like, not. <laughs> he's not like a funny writer, but he has like a funny delivery. So I think that makes him right. still funny. No, but that's just being like athlete funny. No, athlete funny is like Shaq. Shaq is not funny at all in my in my eyes. Yeah, that that's very true. But that delivery thing, yeah, some athletes do have a delivery. Like if you watch Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't think no, he's No, do hilarious. not bring it to a Packers player, you shithead. Well, he also uh, won two ESPYs last night for best NFL player and best play of the year. With and I have zero ESPYs, and I have as much accomplishment as Aaron Rodgers in the ESPYs category. What? Um, huh? What? What did you just say? ESPYs <laughs> are meaningless is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm a professional. Oh, guys, yes, guys, I agree. No, 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 guys, 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 I'm very professional. I don't know if you're... What an idiot. <laughs> yes, we well, we went off. You got a full read to lead into you. 
You sounded professional. Guys, no, I'm so I'm mad. Really, no, I'm really good at this. You're a moron. <laughs> I, but, honestly, I think we're going to win over more guests this way. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just parade our just guests. Just brutally honest, you know. We're, Anytime we're, any grammatical error, we just you lay into it. idiot. You <laughs> eat shit. Get bent. <laughs> Pound sand nerd. Wow, you're worse on yourself than we were. Yeah, I want to welcome our new guest, um, Barack Obama. Uh, Fuck Obama. off, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stumble uh, over your words. We just want to make sure that people uh, want to get guns oh my and God, get their stop. guns. <laughs> no, no, I'm really good at this. Oh, shit. I honestly thought you called Barack Obama. but okay. I did. Well, I have that's a direct what Colton line. was saying stop to. He told me to stop calling Barack because I had him because, on the line. Because this is a sports show. This is not a political show. So Barack needs to GTFO. That's oh, I would talk... Get the shit out, out of Barack here. about sports. We could talk to him about Chicago sports. He would be a great guest, actually. What about hey, I just think about? I have a sports note to get us back on track. <laughs> we are Anything. on track. <laughs> but, but hit me with your sports. Local note. product: Fred Van Vliet, thirty-one points tonight in summer league. So basically, as good as Lonzo Ball, because everyone freaked out about Lonzo having thirty-six. So because nothing matters more than summer league basketball. Hey, man. <laughs> Why you got to be rude about it, huh? <laughs> well, just, you know, Bulls legends, um, Tony Snell, Doug McDermott, and uh, Denzel Valentine all had amazing summer league performances for the Bulls. Hey, why do you wear more sleeveless shirts that the listeners can't see? <laughs> okay. Shit. How about that? How about that? I am in the comfort of my own home. You idiot. <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? Okay, I'm getting real sick and tired of this guest. <laughs> this guest sucks. <laughs> Hang up on me. Anyway, um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, no, did you guys see Denzel Valentine push his teammate the other day? Because it, it was like some rookie. I didn't really do much research, but I think it was like some undrafted rookie, and Valentine was like telling him to go, to go play the post, and he wasn't. So he literally grabbed his jersey in the middle of playing defense and pushed him towards the post. <laughs> So Did it look like a shitty teammate move or just a, a passionate teammate it move? It definitely looked like a shitty teammate move. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of when like you're really you tired can't pull and, and you can't pull that off unless you're really good. Yeah, which I don't know. When Jay Cutler heard. did that once. Well, Jay Cutler is probably the best quarterback in franchise history, but that's a whole new topic for a whole. No, new he game. is, and that's a really sad thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's, let's not get sad about that. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not a sad person. I'm just looking forward Bulls to. Bulls just recently started sucking, so that's that's hotter news. Yeah, but that just shows that the uh, summer league leadership isn't really what it should be, which everyone knows is what builds championships. Yeah, My summer league. <laughs> that's what I do. Jay Cutler equals summer league equals Denzel Valentine equals Bulls, sad. Murphy's pub and grill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that. We'll save that for a little bit. All right, we'll say a little, little taste for the fans for later. Little tease, you, little radio what, tease. You'll know what to look for. That's a pro's pro move there, Colton. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so did you guys watch the MLB All-Star game? No, I, I was working for nothing. You didn't? <laughs> I, I had it on in the background. I saw they did cool stuff like interviewing Bryce Harper. Oh, good. Other than that, I was Best totally part. disengaged. I thought, the, I thought the game lost, overall was pretty boring. Oh, no, I'm here. Uh, the game overall was pretty boring. I mean, you know, not many hits, whatever. But they interviewed uh, 
I feel Carlos Gomez and Bryce Harper while they were playing in not Carlos Gomez. Um, George Springer. Sorry, fuck me. George Springer and uh, Bryce Harper in the outfield while they were playing, and it was it was it led to some hilarious uh, interview. Bryce Harper started asking about Dak Prescott, and it was. It was a really interesting insight, but what, one thing I did have a about house prices in Chicago. Uh, no, he he didn't bring up the Cubs. Weirdly, he brought up the Cowboys because he he has <laughs> he'd a Cowboys probably fan them too. He has a Cowboys fan. He would be. He's, he'll, he also he's knew probably, his dog Rickley. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they also did some things that uh, like they interviewed guys who were on deck. I remember they interviewed Charlie Blackman right before he went and faced Chris Sale, the lefty-lefty matchup. And Charlie Blackman seemed, first of all, very annoyed, and second of all, didn't give any good answers, and then third of all, struck out on like three pitches <laughs> right after that. Yeah, that's tough it seems like a terrible time to interview someone. But then again, like if, if it's a game that like doesn't, doesn't really matter anymore and you're making millions of dollars, uh, just do it. True, true. I, you know... They're trying to make it, I, in my opinion, the MLB All-Star Game is probably the best All-Star Game in all of sports. Because no one else can ever do anything good. The NBA and NHL and NFL can't put a good product out to save their lives. So it's just by default baseball wins. Exactly. I actually just like, because baseball I like is NHL's hard to half-ass. I like the skills competition. I, I, I like their like uh, their, their little tournament that they, they do. The uh, I, I do not. Okay, well, that's... Embrace debate. I think the Home Run Derby is the best event out of all sports, including all the stupid NFL stuff they did this year, and including the three-point and the dunk contest, and whatever the hell they do at NHL. I think the Home Run Derby is amazing, and I think the all... First off, the format is way better now. Second, if if they put guys like Kyle Schwarber in instead of dummy Gary Sanchez and Justin Boer... Uh, they probably would have beat the actual game in ratings. You watch your mouth. Justin Bohr put on a show. See, they put Gary Sanchez in for the ratings. With with those two losers, they all they only had 600,000 less viewers than the actual game. If they put more guys that can send the ball into the stratosphere, they would have actually beat the game. Yeah, but you're not going to put a guy who can only hit AAA pitching in there. That's Gary just... Sanchez has 14 home runs. Kyle Schwarber has 12. That's a neg- negligible difference. Yes, but what's Gary Sanchez's batting average and strikeout rate? You know, it's he's a home a, run derby. But no, Sanchez, yeah. Sanchez well, hit, hit like twenty home runs in like fifty games last year. That was, I'm, yeah, we're talking about ratings. Reason. We're talking about what can make the home run derby better but than the game. They put Gary Sanchez in there to get ratings. Because do you remember he was the guy who was called out by the Tampa Bay Devil Ray Logan Morrison? Right. No, but because uh, he didn't deserve to be in there before the fact. It was after the fact that it became a story. No one knew about Gary Sanchez before they Logan Morrison went off People on him. People knew about Gary oh, Sanchez. Oh, I did. Yeah, average he's baseball. Yankee. Average the Yankees, baseball. I think an average baseball fan knows about the Yankees just as much as a Cub, this Kyle Schwarber. You Kyle know, Schwarber just because those two teams. Rallies and sends balls into on top of scoreboards. I think more people know about around, Kyle He's been around for not very long. And, uh, you know, yes, he's in a commercial with. Joe Buck would um, shut the fuck up about him all through the World Series. Everyone knows who he is. That's true. God, I hate Joe Buck. I, like I love Joe Buck. Joe Buck. I like He's Joe my Buck. favorite. I hate I Joe Buck. Him. I think, I I think love Joe him. Buck gets a bad rap. Um, 
well, guys, that might be it for, for middle of July sports topics. Hey, Logley, I don't know if, if you're an, an avid listener like myself, because one, <laughs> I created the show, and two, I produce it, and three, I download it on a lot of people's phones. <laughs> but um, we do some movie talk. Have you seen any, any good movies lately? I saw The Amazing Spooderman Homecoming yesterday. Thoughts? Uh, no spoiler thoughts. Because it, uh, it cracked my top five of superhero movies of all time. Did it crack? Really? Your, did it crack your top five Spider-Man movies of all time? It most certainly did. Well, there's only one good Spider-Man movie before this, with, so I with Tobey Maguire. The Spider-Man first to- two. I Spider-Man has two great ratings. Also. I hated all those movies. I did not. I like liked them. the first one, but I didn't like the second and third one, and I don't like superhero movies. I just liked uh, Mary Jane's nipples in the rain. Superhero movies are great. <laughs> that was yeah, out of know. left field, but you know I I'm, totally you agree. You know what scene I'm talking about. I know exactly what oh, sure. He can talk about Mary Jane's nipples. I can't talk about blowing a national broadcaster. Sorry, guys. Okay, you uh, now I know a whole what the segment. Is. We're not going to have yeah, a wet nipple I segment. I didn't create We're a whole a nipple blowing. segment, and you're a guest. <laughs> now I know where the line is. God, Next bitch. time. Next time, don't be. insist we talk. Don't insist we add a whole new segment to our show all about blowing I guys. I can't believe we let you on. <laughs> I can't either. I don't know what the thought was. This was uh, so horrible. Jake, have you seen any good movies? Moving on. Um, <laughs> please please say yes. On. And would you blow the protagonist? I, I don't think I have, actually. God damn it, me either. Which is really <laughs> shitty. It's only been like three days since we recorded. I don't have that oh, ample no. movie much in oh. time. By the way, that fuck at Summerfest, I would have wheel kicked him. If I had been there, I would have taken him down. <laughs> oh, I would have yeah. roundhoused him. It's tough put to him roundhouse in anyone when you have an entire security team on you. Nah, and I would have beaten people for... is just like nonsense. Like, yes, if you would have actually tried to hit Ari, not just drunkenly ran into her on his way to punch me in the face, I would have done something. But Ari, my girlfriend, but he didn't. He he's a drunk idiot, and he looked. He also could have been seventeen, because his friend looked like he was easily seventeen. I would have locked yeah. him in a tie clinch and just delivered knees to his face because I'm an MMA fighter. fighter. MMA so fighter, Logan. Yeah. No, it's so mine. So okay, well, oh, you heard it here first, folks. A random guy at Summerfest versus Jake Logley. MMA in the Octagon, presented Snake. by Live from the 815, presented by Backup Quarterback. Presented by? Presented by Murphy's Pub and Grill. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's right, folks. Let me tell you something. After a few amazing ad reads, Murphy's is staying on board. Hey, Logley, um, what is the happiest hour of the day? Uh, happiest hour is quitting time, Colton. Jake, Five what is the happiest Five hour of the day? God, I don't know. I don't what listen. Amateur. Five o'clock, Colton? No, it's Guys, three, it's three to six. <laughs> I don't know the hours of the Okay, that's not that's three hours, dude. Well, that's. That's because uh, Murphy's Pub and Grill is so generous that they give you not one, not two, not four, because that's way too much. Three. Three <laughs> is the perfect amount. You have three to six happy hour. Um, you want to go not during happy hour? How about $4 absolutes, Logley? You thirsty yet? I love absolutes. Well, then, funny you say that. They have absolute fish bowls. And then, uh, <gasps> Logley, I have yet another question for you. On average, in a five lunch span how many lunches do you pay for one maybe two if i'm feeling saucy you pay do you just do you just leave the other times 
I'd say you probably pay for all five most of the time. Oh my god! Wait, I'm I thought back. you meant like pack a lunch. Sorry. Hey Jake. <laughs> hey Jake. From yeah, oh, you're asking me in, in a five. Like, like how much do you eat a, out? I'm talking. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. Pause. Team, time out. Time out. <laughs> this is about me. If there's one, one thing we've established, this podcast is about me. Yes. I'm, I I'm thought you said you go out. <laughs> Comments, concerns. <laughs> I'm, cu- I'm cutting this. This is, this is like the first time I'm actually gonna cut one. <laughs> all, right, all right, we're going. Right. We're so <laughs> bad at ad read. God, this is easily our worst ad read. Yeah, right. both the other times, Colton, I was you know, you someone just who doesn't know the information questions. <laughs> anyway, I'm starting. Jake, five, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, Jake. Jake, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm asking you a question. Can you hear me? I can hear you. So why wow. Listen to this clear. question. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Out of every five lunches that you go out to, how many of them do you pay for? Um, that would be a hard five. <laughs> That's, well, joke's on you because you haven't signed up for Murphy's Pub and Grill Lunch Club, where every fifth meal is free. That is a lot less money than if you paid for it. That, that is so much. That's like four-fifths of the money. You know, <laughs> I do know. Thanks for asking. Of the money, I do, I do. <laughs> hey, Logley, I'm gonna try to get you in on this ad read. I'm not confident in your ability at all. But Logley, I how... do not listen to content. I didn't know this lunch club existed. The is how many lunches do you pay for? Is I'm a not, horrible, horrible question. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, Jake. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> do you like tacos? I love tacos but how much do you like paying for tacos um i pretty much hate it oh <laughs> jokes on you because you go into murphy's pub and grill on mondays they have one dollar tacos how about that a do- i can spare a dollar you can spare a dollar you can spare two dollars you can spare three dollars however many dollars you can spare that's how many tacos you insert point here are getting that's straight from that's- my ad read that i wrote myself Wow, that well, that makes a lot of sense. And a dollar per taco. You said wow. it. You freaking said it. Frick. I'm floored. <laughs> hey, Jake Logley. <laughs> yes, sir. I have another question for you. Are you ready? <laughs> I've never been more ready for anything in my entire life. From one to ten, how much do you hate paying full price for food? Uh, I'd like to say. If I can ever not pay full price, I'd like to do that. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd have to say a hard 10. Oh, my God. Well, then, do I have the place for you? If you are hungry Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, you, you can pay half price all three days. Tuesday, half price burgers. Wednesday, half price Rubens. Thursday, half price Phillies. They're basically paying you to eat their delicious food, Jake Logley. Thoughts? I'm never... <laughs> I didn't know I could pay for that few of lunches like I could at Murphy's. This is life-changing. Son I'm going there your life is It seems world. like a match made in heaven for you, Logley. <laughs> a guy who I hates love. paying and a, and a place that only makes you pay half of what you would have well, paid anywhere I only else. pay about once every five times. Other times I'm in ditch. Logley's a, a notorious oh, he's a dine and dasher. Holy shit. <laughs> we let a dine and dasher on our podcast. Oh, so angry. <laughs> 
<laughs> the greatest part is you guys can't see me rolling laughing this whole time. I have to edit this. That's why I'm so mad. <laughs> like, like locally, my edits are just, I cut out the talking in the, in the beginning, I cut out the talking at the end, and then I publish it. This one, I add have to... Add MySpace. And I, yeah, and I have to add the MySpace top eight. But like, learn from re- learn from real podcast. Yes, they do the ad reads when the guest leaves. No, yeah, we got to do that next. <laughs> when when the guy what? No, this is oh, gonna yeah, be way Oh yeah, when you better. leave, yeah, you're right. We we actually might just do that. <laughs> of course you should. Okay. I anyway. thought this was over. Oh my. Oh, God. we well we've never ever had a guest, so don't act like you expected professionalism. <laughs> I learned that we have. Eventually, we're gonna get Dean and Fred and uh, Jody Benson on here. I've got both of them. Do you want their numbers? Yes, I do, actually. I don't have Fred's, but I can get you Dean's. That was a weird lie. <laughs> oh, or did you mean Jody Benson? <laughs> I yeah. did I did interview Fred. It was in person. We did not exchange phone numbers, shockingly. Although I saw him the next day, and he called me brother, so we're best friends. Oh, God, I'm so jealous. All right, well, I'm going to cut all this. Um, I'm just going to... What? I'm just going to say, Jake Logley, it's been great having you in a little bit. This was Are tremendous you- radio. Thank oh, you so much. Okay, well, I'm 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 gonna cut that. I'm gonna do the real one now. Are you ready? <laughs> this is so. I thought that was like fun. Butter. I'm gonna be up until like 7 a.m. because this fucking <laughs> computer is slow as fuck when I edit. So I hope. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard. I said p.m. not a.m. I'm staying up for like 24 <laughs> more hours. Guys, notice that when you asked real sports questions, I gave good answers. <laughs> oh yeah, and then we got a little bit off topic. <laughs> a lot of bit off topic. All right, Jake Logley, it has been an honor and a privilege to have you on. How'd you like it? Eh. How'd, how'd you like your first guest spot as a, as a podcaster? I I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. That was a beautiful lie you just told. It was uh, so Colton, good Jake, for you're me. Both, so good. You're both so, such professionals. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope uh, maybe you give me the pleasure of doing it again soon. I, we'll I know for it. a fact that you have won your way back from how... <laughs> great this night was of recording that was electric well that was kind of hurtful yeah okay (laughs) anyway you can find jake logley as the host of overtime from 4 to 7 p.m on sports fan radio 13 30 a.m in rockford illinois jake logley thanks for coming on thanks man i'd still blow joe buck Did you hear those claps? <laughs> yeah, I did. Those were perfect claps. All right. Big thank you to Jake Logley. Again, the host of Overtime from 4 to 7 p.m. on Sports Fan Radio 1330 a.m. in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, Jake, What an you, honor. Yeah, how do you think our first guest went? Well, if I'm being fully transparent with our audience, <laughs> pretty terrible. But, hey, yes. I had a lot of fun talking to him. Yes. <laughs> the first word that came to my mind was perfection. And then the second one that came to my mind was liar. A shit show. <laughs> yeah, that's the better one. <laughs> um, so we're, we're, we're going to try to get more, more guests on here. If you're listening and you're famous, we're talking to you, Tom Cruise. If you're listening and you're famous and you want to be a great guest on this show, let us know. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Colton St. Vincent, C-O-L-T-O-N-S-T-V-I-N-C-E-N-T. Jake, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is Jake LaRue one J K E L E R O U X one. Um, you can follow us at backupquarterback.org. Uh, personally, I know for a fact we haven't really been writing much on there. 
Um, I think we'll get more more of that going when the when, yeah. when the fall comes along, when it's when there's actually more to talk about. But as of right now, we're gonna focus a little more on podcasting. I'm gonna try to get some YouTube, some more YouTube videos out there. And uh, yeah, you can find us on YouTube. Um, just just search backup quarterback, um, or you can go to backupquarterback.org and follow the links on there. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at backupqb or backup underscore qb. That again is backup underscore qb. So we want to thank Mur- uh, Murphy's Pub and Grill again for for sticking with us, and. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We're we're making it huge, and we want to thank you, the listener. Make sure you subscribe, so that means you get an update every Monday, every Friday of this exact podcast, live from the 815. I am Colton St. Vincent. And I'm Jake LaRue. And, and we'll catch you next we'll, time. We'll catch you next time. All right, ready? One at the same time. One, All right. two, three. See you later. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Damn it, you got me. Ma chère mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now, we invite you to relax, just pull up a chair, as the dining room proudly presents your dinner. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvre, why, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. Beef ragout, cheese souffle, 